Welcome to the only podcast that tells it like it is, while giving you powerful, actionable tools to empower you to live your best life. Fuck anxiety. Are you ready to get shit done? And now your host, anxiety expert and certified life coach, Vicki Louise. Hi lovelies and welcome to episode number 13 and today we are going to learn about how the world works. I know it sounds like a lot, maybe even it sounds like something overly ambitious to cover in just one podcast episode, especially mine, which I like to keep short and to the point, but I am accepting the challenge because you deserve to know this and once I learned this and applied it, literally understood how the world works and my whole life changed. So your life can change too. So you'll have heard me say this before, knowledge is power. Knowledge comes before making any change. So let me share some powerful information with you. I've already mentioned about your brain. We've discussed about your thoughts. We've spoken about how your brain gives a narrative to everything in your life. And so just to refresh, you do not walk around stating the facts in your brain. For example, you do not walk around thinking about your age as a numerical number. You are thinking thoughts like, I'm too old for X, I'm too young for Y, always judging, always a thought, always optional. And when as a personal story, when I first wanted to become a life coach, I literally found myself sometimes thinking I was too old to retrain and become a life coach, and at other times thinking I was too young to be a life coach and to coach others. And that, my friends, is how you recognize your own bullshit. <laughs> so I'm gonna break it down really simply and then run through some examples. To begin with, there are circumstances in the world, things outside of your control. This includes the past, this includes other people, this includes the weather, among other things. And these things are all neutral, factual, and black and white. Your age, your relationship status, the city you live in, the temperature right now, these are all circumstances and your brain creates a narrative around these circumstances. And this is your thought. My thought being, I'm too old to be a life coach, for example. That's a thought. All day long, your brain is talking to you, providing a narrative to everything it sees that's just neutral. And this is how your brain works, just like my brain. And your thoughts, will then create your feelings. Feelings being a one word emotion. If I'm thinking negative thoughts, I'm gonna be experiencing and feeling negative emotions. If I'm thinking positive thoughts, I'll be feeling positive emotions. And in my example, if I'm telling myself I'm too anything, be it young or old, I'm gonna be feeling a negative emotion, right? And in my case, me thinking the thought, I'm too old to do a podcast, the emotion for me was disappointment at that time. Makes sense, right? Positive, positive, negative, negative, they go well together. So the neutral circumstance for me was I quit my job. 
And the thought I had was, I'm too old to be a life coach. And that thought, not the fact that I quit my job, is what made me feel disappointed. And here is where it gets really interesting. Your emotions, what you are feeling because of what you are thinking, will directly impact your actions and behaviors, right? The reason you are doing something or the reason you are not doing something is because of how you are feeling in that moment. And so to take it back to my example, when I was feeling disappointed, I was not taking any positive action towards becoming a life coach. I was continuing to put myself down and find other reasons to be disappointed in myself and my decisions. I became unmotivated and really, really believed my story that I couldn't do it. And it's amazing to look back at that now. It seems like a lifetime ago, but I was right there, right in that story, believing it. So my actions and inactions all coming from my emotion, which was caused by my thinking. And the result was that I was not taking action to become a life coach. Can you see what I was thinking became a reality at that time? It was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I quit my job in finance. That was a fact. Then I told myself I was too old to retrain and become a life coach. That was an optional thought. This optional thought and narrative made me feel disappointed, right? My thought in my head was causing my emotion, which was disappointment. And when I felt disappointed, I did nothing to pursue my dream of becoming a life coach. I sat in disappointment and got more frustrated with myself. And the result was at that time, I was not becoming a life coach. So it was self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm too old to become a life coach. I'm not becoming a life coach. And here's the truth. When I did change my thoughts about it and flew to California to get certified at what I believe is hands down, by the way, the best school, it's called the Life Coach School. If you're interested in becoming a life coach, definitely check them out. I was one of the youngest trainees in the room. Like, Of course it was just my mind fucking with me. And your mind will do that. That's why we can't always believe what it says. So I wanna give you another example. I've coached many successful women that have anxiety around being single. Reminder, their relationship status is neutral and therefore a circumstance. It's a fact, it's black and white. I'm single, I'm in a relationship, I'm married. That would absolutely always be a circumstance. So they'll say things to me like, I have anxiety because I'm single. And what we have here is the circumstance, the relationship status, and the feeling, which is anxiety. And here is where, as a coach, it's my job to dig deeper and find out the thoughts creating their anxiety. Thoughts like, I will be alone forever. I can't find someone. No one wants to date me. Dating is really hard. I'm not motivated to date. Reminder, All of these are thoughts, not facts. And it's these thoughts that are creating the feelings. I'm gonna walk through this example in full. And the reason, and just before I do that, I wanna explain why I am single or the relationship status is not creating the feeling of anxiety. And that's because not everyone that is single 
has feelings of anxiety around being single. I've worked with also plenty of women that love being single, that find that, that enjoy the freedom, that enjoy traveling and relocating and not answering to anyone and dating and never knowing who they're gonna meet. So being single is not causing the anxiety. It's the thought, I will be alone forever. I can't find someone. No one wants to date me and dating is really hard. So I'm gonna talk through the example. So I'm gonna give the name Sarah, even though the client isn't called Sarah. So Sarah is single and she thinks the thought, I will be alone forever. And that thought makes her feel anxious, right? Anyone thinking the thought, I will be alone forever, probably be feeling anxious. So when she's feeling anxious, she lies in bed, she scrolls on Instagram, she looks at everyone else, thinking how great their life is, She definitely doesn't date. She doesn't want to meet new people. She doesn't even want to go out. And the result for her is that she's keeping herself alone, literally in the present. So her thought is, I'll be alone forever. And the result for her, that self-fulfilling prophecy, is that she's alone in the present. Okay, maybe today was a lot to take in. I really probably recommend that you listen to this episode again. And I'm going to sum it up for you one more time. There are circumstances. Maybe you want to grab a pen and paper or write it in your phone. So in sum, there are circumstances and facts in life that you cannot change or control. You have thoughts about them. And these thoughts cause your emotions. And your emotions will impact your actions or inactions. And ultimately, your results. Your results will always prove your initial thoughts true. This is why often people come to me for coaching and are looking for me to give them a to-do list. And I never do. It's like someone wanting to lose weight. I can tell you to go to the gym and cut out sugar from your diet. If you don't change how you think about the gym and how you think about sugary food, then you just won't stick to it. Probably a lot of you listening have gone through some kind of cycle like this of yo-yoing in some area of your life, right? This is what I spoke about with willpower on episode nine. Actually, the US weight loss industry is worth over $70 billion, $70 billion because so many people think sugar is amazing and the gym is hard. If you change the way you think about both of these things, you'll lose weight. It's really that simple. It's your thoughts always that are the problem, which is, Great news, because we can change our thoughts. If it was the facts that was the problem, then we couldn't do anything about it. So your thoughts, that's where there's work to be done. That is it from me this week. Don't worry about understanding everything in this episode right now. I recommend re-listening, but also, Everything discussed here is going to come up at different points in the podcast so you will understand it more and more. So go give your brain a rest. Enjoy your day. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickilouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickilouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.